G'day Trendsetters, this is episode 677 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmove.com or send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. You can follow my training at coronavirus.com. Now, one of my little things I like to do um, is is books, I like reading books, and um and they're, they're wide ranging, but generally, um, you know, some some books are real. You know, you they they're just good solid books. You enjoy them, you put them down, you forget about them, you move on with the rest of your life. Others, it's like bloody a chore and a half just to get through a page. But and then every now and again, you get these books you just can't put down. Well, I've got one of those books at the moment that I just can't put down, and unfortunately for me, I'm into my last chapter of this book. And when you get these books that you just can't put down, and you hit that last chapter, you think, oh, you 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 want to savor it, you want to slow it, slow it down a little because you know it's coming to an end. You start thinking to yourself, should I read it again, or should I wait a little while, or whatever. Uh, the Dan Bigerman's books, I pretty well got to the last page and went straight back to the first page I, I thought that was an a plus book um but this book i'm reading at the moment um which which is funny because it's in a sport i don't follow at all not even remotely at all um the book's called um big data baseball and um i don't follow baseball whatsoever i i, I enjoyed that movie um moneyball and then that, I read that book on on it, and that, that was very interesting. Anyway, they took um, this this book I'm reading at the moment, um, Big Data Baseball. It's basically of a baseball team, the Pirates. And to be honest, I had to, you know, before this, I'd never heard of the Pirates, and I'd, I actually had to Google um, the team <laughs> just so I had a, a, a visual of what, their logo and stadium and all that looked like I had zero zero notice of it and basically it's a very low budget team with a bunch of you know crap players um, and they this is a book on how they used um, big data to um, get the most out of their crap players and crap budget and became became you know quite successful in 2000 this is it follows their 2013 2014 and um seasons and i tell you what spectacular i i didn't i've been semi-interested in the way uh, since watching that moneyball movie how um how these sort of teams use data and information but this is this was next level it's opened my eyes on so many things but spectacular book, just magnificent. I just can't. Yeah, I'm on the. I definitely think I'll read it again. But I don't know if I'll go straight back to page one and read, it or if I should give it a few, you know, six months and have another crack at it. But yeah, bloody good. Anyway, uh, let me bring up today's question, which comes from Wayne, who writes. Um, thanks for, thank you for the advice on a previous question. As a progression from this, my running at a slow enough pace to stay in math zone, example, 125 beats per minute doesn't, does not exist. Now, I added that because this will add more information into the actual question. A couple of things. Number one, my cadence has always been very slow, 155 steps a minute, which for the people with Garmin's, 
where um, it only reads one side, that'd be 77 and a half steps on one each leg. I did the maths on that. Um, so where, so I'm trying to build this up. Currently, currently the watch set is set at 164, which would be 82 steps for each leg, which is a pretty big increase straight off the bat. Um, mind you, I don't know how long you've been at this. Um, anyway, uh, planning to get to 170 as a base, which would be 85 steps for each leg, which is, you know, a good solid step up as well. Um, number two, I had a heart operation seven years ago, and ever since then, my heart rate ha- has always been very, has always been higher. It pushed my resting heart rate from 60 beats a minute to mid-70s. Just let that sink in for a second. Um, so I'm unsure I, I'm unsure my exact zones, although I do have my zone 2 top end set for 75% of my max heart rate of 169 beats. So I was considering introducing brisk walking today. Oh, easy for me to read. So I was inter- so I was considering introducing brisk walking into my schedule to try and build the bottom end uh, end aerobic base. As when I run, even at a slow pace, my heart rate is high, eighty percent plus. So I think my question is to do should do I introduce brisk walks and pers- or persist with run walks so that's um th- so there's a fair bit here so we'll we'll start off we'll start off with the heart rate and we'll work our way down to the st- um s- run cadence um yeah so when it ca- so you're you're right you can set your it's safe to set your high um Top ends of zone two at seventy five percent of your heart rate, uh, max heart rate. Generally, the more fitter you get, you can have that between um, between seventy and eighty percent of your max heart rate. With the goal, you know, hanging around that seventy five percent, and the more aerobically fit you get, you get to eighty. However, the this is based on people with no heart operations, so. Um, I would strongly suggest you um, see someone who specialises in this. I most definitely, most definitely don't. Um, I do, I'm, I'm probably the furthest person or you, who you probably should be asking. I just don't have the knowledge base to to answer that um, question, and so you can get a good sports performance and stay. Um, healthy so um but having said that i would be wildly interested in knowing um your uh, it'd be pretty cool to get like a lactate test a ramp test uh, to correlate with your zone so do a full lab test um that would be um interesting and and that would probably be where i would lean to um yeah, I'm. I'm going to start off with that. I, I, if I was you, I would go go to um, a lab and get and get a full lactate profile for uh, so you know exactly where all the zones are, where you're producing lactate, and um, you you can try, kind of go from there. It's 
um, a pretty cool field. Um, the more more I learn on that side of things, but um, sorry, I'm mumming and ahhing here because I've just got a thousand questions I want to ask myself. Or um, <laughs> when it comes to this, I, I've just become wildly a lot more interested in it because if you. Um, but anyway, I'm mumming and ahhing. I'll keep moving on. Um, so that's kind of where I'd be doing. Should you introduce walking to? Yeah, I, I most definitely would be. If your available time allows it, I would definitely be including walking, um, brisk walks. Um, you can do treadmill incline um, walks, starting off at five percent and slow every couple of minutes, increase it to 10% and you can do an hour at that and then after a few months of that you can increase it if your treadmill allows it increase it up to 15% um cycling would be another really good one to you know keeping a very low heart rate um that would just to help with that metabolic um flexibility I'd be knocking around on a bike um so that's but i would be very for it's going to sound like a um you know i don't know what labs what they're going to charge you um um, even if you can jump into to to like a a college um experiment tests where they're um testing x amount of athletes to do this and that you get all that stuff quite often you get all that stuff for free because you've you're one of their guinea pigs but so i'd 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 be leaning towards that as for cadence um yeah it'd be interesting to see i wonder how tall you are um and how long your legs are it's i like the sound that you go going up there it would be um to 170 this is something i'm actually doing with my son at the moment one of the there's a few things we're doing with my son but one of them is trying to increase his his run cadence um to to, um 180 steps a minute and so um he so basically six steps an increase he he, we're we're aiming for and so what we're doing with that is for a four-week period we're just increasing his run cadence by two steps a minute that's all that's really all we're doing just you don't need to have your eyes glued onto your garmin but just you know look at it semi-regularly and just make sure you're on that but the problem with him and it's not a problem but i just um but he he when it comes to running he likes just to run more on feel he he's got a garmin he's got a stride power meter he's got a heart rate strap you can give him all the numbers in the world but he'd rather just run on feel so if you say to him i'll do uh, 1k repeats at 180 watts which would be four minute k pace for instance for him um he would rather not look at his watch run it completely on feel what what feels to be that type of effort and sometimes it's going to be 355 pace and sometimes it's going to be 455 pace it's you know but the way he feels um so i I never have a you know i never you know it's not a bad thing that he's running on field and doesn't want to look at numbers so I, i leave it alone um but on the bike however he's very number focused um but that that's that's you know 
<laughs> different conversation. But that's what we're doing with him. Um, he, we're just uh, simply looking at, you know, for the next four weeks, two steps per minute, focus on that. And then we'll reevaluate it. And then we'll look at putting it up another two steps a minute. So it's a very slow process or progress, um, purely for an injury prevention um, point of view. Jumping up too hard, too fast um, can cause the the risks are a, a, a higher of gaining an injury. So just spreading that spreading that out. But I do. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've really answered too much of your questions. Now I'm I'm thinking too much only purely because I haven't got the um the knowledge um to answer this all properly. Apart from your run cadence, I would slowly increase that. I like the fact you're increasing that. It's it's funny eighty um that eighty five each leg one hundred and seventy steps. I think I think that might that that was um. That's what Ben Hoffman's is. I think he's around that. When because I was watching him the other day while riding my bike, and I was riding um, had a cadence at um, 85, 86 RPM, and our legs were travelling at the same. My my cycling legs was travelling at the same running steps as his, which I would have thought someone like Ben Hoff, um, who's not a great tall guy, um, would have a much higher cadence. Um, yeah, generally the. The taller you are, the 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 shorter you know the um, slower the cadence slightly. But yeah, I, I thought the Hoff would have a higher higher one. But anyway, I'm um, just you know gibbering crap here. So if you guys like to hear me gibber crap, send your questions through to Tim at Trainsmove.com. Until next episode, hero.